welcome back to That's Embarrassing. We are discussing a very exciting topic today and we've got loads of stories coming in from you, so thank you so much. We're going to be looking at public transport and some of the embarrassing things that have happened uh, while we are on said public transport. So basically, if you've only just joined the podcast, it's essentially we read out your embarrassing stories, we tell you our own and we see what we can learn from them to progress in life. Yeah, so shall I start? Yeah, go for it. So Linnell on Instagram says her sandal strap broke in the train after someone stepped on her foot. She did the cha-cha slide to work. Has this ever happened oh, to you? Yeah, it has actually in the summer. Not did the it? one just gone because we didn't go anywhere, but the one before that. Yes, it did. But I was on the way home, so it wasn't too bad. Well, someone stepped on your sandal and it broke? Yeah, like a, like a flip-flop. You know how they're... Let's be honest, they were really cheap ones. Um, and the bit like comes out the middle. And then you have the to just like... No, we're, we're not in America. No, the bit that goes between... But no, the thong that goes between your little toes. Like say the toes of the bum, or the bum cheeks. Then there's a little... <laughs> Look at my finger as well. Yeah, thanks, thanks. Um, I, I guess, yeah. Yeah, that bit broke. Yeah, that bit came out. So what do you do at that point? Just go home with one shoe on? Well, to be honest, it was okay because it wasn't the back bits. If the side bits had come out, then that would have been super awkward. Um, but I sort of just, yeah, just like slid. But I was quite close to, the, to home, so it wasn't too bad. And the person as well was just like, oh, sorry, and walked off. Livid. I suppose, what, what are they going to do? I mean, I, I, to be fair, I would... Carry me home. <laughs> I would apologise quite effusively at that point. Yeah. Is there anything I can do? Can I buy you a new pair? Yes, I'll have that £2 I spent on these flip-flops. I've got quite a bit of a thing about shoes and public transport because, well, I quite like trainers, right? So, and I like buying trainers and stuff and kind of like retro trainers. And I ordered this pair of suede limited edition Nike Air Max 90s. I got them imported from America. And the first day I wore them, I was on the tube and somebody stepped on them and I was so angry. Like I'd be absolutely livid. I was abs- oh, honestly, they were beautiful and they had a scuff mark on and you can't, even with the little, because like, the way I clean suede is I get a little bit of fairy liquid in the toothbrush and just very gently do it because it picks the dirt you out. You can get suede cleaner that really gets scuffs out. <laughs> you can tell you've been doing shopping TV this week. <laughs> no, because I have a lot of suede shoes mm. and... I say that they're probably not real suede, but the suede cleaner, the the foam that you spray on, leave it, and then it's got a brush on the other side that then you brush after about 20 minutes. Perfect. I'll send you it. Uh, No, I've already got it. It it can be your gift for building me a sound booth. No, I've got it. I've got it. No, no, I'm building you a sound booth as as, um, uh, recompense for being a bad friend. Oh, yeah. We don't need to talk about that. Uh, No, hang on. Actually, no, we're going to talk about that. So... (laughs) I mean, I wasn't mad at you. I was just disappointed. Oh, don't say that. Um, <laughs> I hope that makes you feel worse. So last day before lockdown, lockdown point two. Joe, it was your idea as well, I'd like to point out. Let's go for lunch. So I had so, so many offers from so many friends. I didn't. But Joe, we'd organised to go for lunch. I'd organised dog care as well. So that I didn't have to take Dexter with me. Whole afternoon free. Gets to the day. Did Joe message me? No, nothing. Heard not a thing from him until the next day, later that night. Mm. The next day, it was the next day, wasn't it? It was, it was, late, it was later that night, yeah. Later that night. He'd got drunk the night before and slept through Ooh. our lunch date. If it makes you feel any better, that was the start of one of the worst weeks of my life. 
Yeah, it does make me feel better. Yeah, good. See, that was my and that was my punishment. That was my punishment from yeah. God. Karma. It's good. It's good to get it out. Yeah. Uh, don't look so cross. So, don't look. I'm not. I'm not cross. I was never cross at you. I was never angry. I can see the tension still... in your shoulders. Just let it go. <laughs> <laughs> look. At... That's it. That's better. <laughs> so yeah, I spent the last day of freedom in lockdown before lockdown um, by myself. So that was fun. Oh, no, that's quite nice though, isn't it? Because you normally have the puppy and boyfriend stuff. So it's nice to have time on your own. Uh huh. <laughs> do you want to do a story louise i'm sorry so actually uh this is from my friend amanda so she was on the tube i don't actually think she was drunk i think she might have just been sick but she ended up passing out <laughs> i assume it was like the central line at rush hour and then woke up to have a load of people standing around her but she'd thrown up on herself oh. while she was passed out so she woke up <laughs> With like 20 strangers checking that she was okay with vomit all down her after passing out on the tube. Can I just say, listen, look at, go to your WhatsApps and play a voice note. I have just sent you a voice note which we got in. I also fainted once in our gap year when I was working in that publishing house and I was just on the, I think it's when I smoked, I, was, I had a cigarette when you could smoke on the station platforms, got on, suddenly everything went a bit fuzzy and all I could hear was Vanessa Carlton, A Thousand Miles. And I woke up and I was just lying on the floor of the train at Waterloo and nobody would help me because they wanted to get there. So no, I'd, been, I'd fainted from about Putney on the fast train to Waterloo and only one person helped me. So there you go. There's two good stories for you. Oh, oh. no one helped her. I mean, that's really bad. That's London for you. I don't think so. I would help someone who passed out. Yeah, I would too, actually. But have you ever passed out anywhere? Only when I'm having my bloods taken. Oh, really? You're one of those people? Oh, Yeah. Yeah, oh, it's embarrassing. I haven't had my blood taken for about 10 years. And I've had like an operation and they were meant to take my bloods beforehand, but they couldn't do it because I kept passing out. And they were like, well, let's just hope for the best. Oh, not even when you look at the needle, you just go. No, so, oh, this is a really boring story. I got really sick about 12 years ago and I had an infection, basically, that was attacking my white blood cells. So I couldn't lose any blood. And they kept obviously taking blood from me to find out what it was. Kept fainting. But ever since then, my body is just like, nope, we don't lose blood. And... No one ever believes me. So I go in and they're like, oh, no, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. I'm like, I won't. Pass out every time. Wow. Not on public transport, though. No, not on public transport. You? Have you? No, I did once fall down the escalator at Oxford Circus in rush hour. Wasn't drunk, but like I was going down the left hand bit. So if you don't live in London, right, the left hand bit of the escalator is for walkers and the right hand bit is for standers. I was kind of going down that. Don't mess it up. don't mess it up. Um, or oh, to be fair, if someone does, I always say, oh, excuse me, because they often are tourists. Louise's face. No, she's fuming. I am. Um, but, right, I was going down the left-hand bit and I skidded because it had oh. been raining that day and went flying up, landed with my ribs on, like, the steps of the escalator and slid down, like, four steps. And everyone just looked at me just like, oh, dear, look at this silly boy, and went back to their phones. No one helped me up. To be fair, I that also kind of happened to me. I wasn't on the escalator. I was walking down the steps like to get to the tube platform so after you've done the escalator bit it was piccadilly circus and full-on face plant on floor lost the heel i was wearing as well that was still on the step that i'd fallen from um bag and yeah it was full of tampons as well because i was on my period tampons all over the platform it was hands down one of the most embarrassing things that's ever happened to me and one guy kind of looked and was like are you all right i was like yeah of course i am so British of me. Uh, I wasn't. I had like a cut, like all on my hands and everything. I had to retrieve all the tampons, put them back in my bag. 
Of course, it was rush hour as well. And then go and find my shoe. Were you, were you on a night, like on your way to a night out? Very potentially. Or yeah, yeah, let's go with that one. A few times in my life, I've seen girls fall over on nights out. Yeah. Um, oh, like, no, actually, I wasn't. I was on my way home because I was going from Piccadilly onto the tube. Uh, it's, and it, but it's like when I, I, to be fair, I saw a woman fall again at Oxford Circus. I saw a woman fall down the last few steps. Yeah, there's nothing worse. Oh. With her friend. And I, I picked her up off the floor, but she was like so flustered. She's like, oh, no, 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 like, because obviously yeah. she's really super embarrassed. Of course. It's mortifying. I was also once in a, in a local bar near where I live and I went to uh, go to the toilet, which is downstairs. And as I got to the top of the staircase, there was the body of a woman at the bottom of the staircase. What? So I said to the barmaid, who I knew quite well, I was like, oh, there's a girl lying on the floor at the bottom of the stairs. And she was like, yes, she's drunk. Just leave her there. And I was like, oh, OK. And I went downstairs. And as I got downstairs, right, I stepped over the girl who was breathing, by the way, and then turned around and sitting on a seat outside the ladies, crying with mascara all running down her face, was her friend. Okay. And I was like, what's happened? And she was like, oh, she's drunk. She fell down the stairs. And, and no I was like, one she... was helping her. I was like, is she hurt? And she was like, no, she's not hurt. She's not hurt. They checked her and they just left her there. So I just went to the loo and then stepped back over and went back to the bar. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's amazing. It's awful. Oh. Awful. I mean, I should have... I mean, what are you going to do in that situation? Yeah, I don't know. Just let her sober up slightly, I guess. Give her a coffee and life will be fine. Um, the only time... I'm trying to think about, like, drunk stories on the tube. I mean, I've definitely got on the tube drunk many, many times. Loads. Um, but I avoid, I've always avoided throwing up when I'm drunk. But one morning, however... It wasn't morning. It was, like, 2pm. Um, I was so hungover and I was, I'd stayed at a friend's. And I was coming back... And I was like, oh, this is going to happen, isn't it? And it was on the Victoria line. And I ended up throwing up three or four times. But I'd managed to get off the tube and like into a corner of the platform. So I've thrown up like in the corner and everyone, because obviously it's two o'clock in the afternoon. No one thinks you're drunk or hungover. And it was midweek as well. So I just played the story about the fact that I'd just got a stomach bug and all this stuff. And the tube staff was so lovely. They like brought me water and called me a cab. It was just so nice. <laughs> That would like, not happen to a man. They would no. not treat you like that. No, no, sorry. Well, we've, had, we've actually got a story from Jenny, right? A, another one about fainting on public transport. She says, I got on the tube during a Monday rush hour and started to feel really faint. My eyes closed and I started to kind of fit. Then the doors opened next stop and I saw a bench. So I ran off the tube and sat on it. A lady followed me off and asked if I was okay and said I'd be fine to get back on the tube and not to worry. She wiped my brow with a hanky and fed me a peach. And I looked at her and said, you're like an angel. She asked if I had far to go. I'd made it one stop to Stockwell, but I needed to get to Edinburgh. I wrote to the Metro, <laughs> I wrote to the Metro Good Deed feed saying she was my saviour. But they never posted it. <laughs> oh, that's nice, though. Somebody that's helped so her. so lovely. Um, Jenny also says she once got on the bus, tripped over the step and fell chin first into the money tray bit by the driver's window. Oh, that just the, sounds painful. The bus money went everywhere and my brother pretended he didn't know me and sat somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I've got a story here that I think is something that we, a lot of people will be able to relate to, probably ladies more than men. This comes in from Sarah, who said that she was once sitting, minding her own business, got up, grabbed her bag. But as she grabbed her bag, it caught her skirt, stood up, pants on show, although she had a thong on, 
walking off the tube for everyone to see. And nobody told her until she was at the exit. So that means she got off the train, up the escalators, through the carriage bit before someone said, oh, excuse me, your, your bum's on show. Oh, my God. I mean, what a treat for everyone on the tube. Well, I think it's a little bit like as a female, it's like the girl's code. You tell another female that. Um, I've had it a couple of times, like in toilets, where someone's come out and they've had their skirt caught. And like, it's your, it's your right as a female to say, oh, I'm so sorry, your, your skirt's caught. Well, why does that happen, right? It gets tucked into people's knickers. I've seen that yeah, before. Yeah. yeah, exactly that. And you can't feel it because it's so light. Has that ever happened to you? Yes. It has? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It happened to me on stage Tell once. Me. Did it? <laughs> yeah, back in the old musical theatre days. Well, so you turned around and everyone saw your bum? Yeah, but it's slightly different because you've got like tights and two pairs of pants and a mic pack. Like it's not quite as embarrassing. Not like a juicy thong on. No, 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 no. There's a lot of layers before you get to that thong. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've told you once I was on my way to an audition and I tore my jeans from, I was getting off the tube. I used to wear such tight jeans and I tore my jeans from zip to waistband at the back, <gasps> completely flapping Ooh. open. The little corporal, um, the sergeant major and the lieutenant were all out, right? So just all on show. Obviously, I had pants on. So I went to the audition because I was going to be late to the audition. So I was like, well, I've got to go. Otherwise, I don't have time to get to Top Man or anything and find some jeans. So went to the audition, just everything hanging out. Turned up and I was like, look, obviously, I've torn my jeans. And it's only embarrassing if we let it be. And they were like, oh, right, OK. So I did the screen test in the audition <laughs> in my pants. And I never heard back. <laughs> I think I would have hired you just purely to be able to take the mick out of you for the well, entire time. it's also like, time. if he's willing to do that, we could probably get him to do anything. I mean, I guess it depends what the show was, really. But yeah, some shows, that would have been perfect. You got any other stories? I've got one more. And actually, this is something, this is from a friend of mine. And it's something that, that I used to do as well. When I was at drama school, you know that stereotype of really loud, annoying yes. musical theatre people? I was. Oh, I can't person. imagine you being um, like that. You're quite and sort I wasn't of demure even... and polite and conscientious. Were you not? Do you really think that about me? Aww, That's right. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> um, I mean, I've always been polite and conscientious. Just, you know, you get wrapped up in the bubble of being loud and singing. I also used to be able to do the splits. And one of my party tricks oh, yeah. on a night Play out was to do, was to hold on to the rails. <laughs> you know, like, like in a disabled toilet. Above the seats. Like in a disabled toilet. No, 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 oh, you know, on the tube. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> We're yeah, public sorry, transporting sorry, yes. stuff. Holding on to those rails and like jumping up and doing the splits along the top of the ceiling of the That's tube. That's amazing. And there is a lot of evidence, videos and photos of me doing that. And it was something that I'd used to do constantly. But I did do it once and because I was pretty drunk, I overshot it and just ended up like <laughs> really hurting my arm and falling that off. I once, right, trying to impress a group of girls. So I still remember them, Francis Young and the Streatham girls. Oh, what could have been? I was outside a bar in, <laughs> this is how old I am. I was outside a bar in Fulham and a but a bu- in, in Fulham. Fulham, yeah, in Fulham. And okay. a bus came past with the old open back and the pole on the back because... I was, yeah, yeah. so do you know the bus, the old buses I'm talking about, right? I know so, exactly what you mean. I so think you're I that basically, old. I have been going out drinking since those buses were a regular feature on London streets. Which was the yeah, 70s? Um, it was 1892 and Queen Victoria was a bit ill. No, um, so I basically, the bu- it wasn't going very well. Me and my friend Charlie were trying to impress these girls and it wasn't going very well. Also that same day, Charlie had bought a gadget 
which um, takes the uh, bubbles out of beer so you can down beers. It's like a straw thing that you put in, but you put it in the wrong way round. Sort of, sort of, but he put it in the wrong way round and and it went all over his head in front of Francis, (laughs) who we were trying to impress. We were trying to win her back. It's later that night and this bus goes past quite slowly. So I was like, oh, this will impress the girls because they look a bit bored. I jumped on the back and held on to it, thinking it'd be sort of Dick Van Dyke, Mary Poppins style. But the bus then sped up. So I probably got about 10 feet and fell off the moving bus. And like landed in the moment, <gasps> boop, 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 and rolled over. And I just remember sort of rolling over and like coming to a stop and looking, and they were all looking at me laughing. Yeah, of <laughs> course they were. They, I mean, I brilliant, right? Turned on and want to be my girlfriend's friend. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it, it could have potentially been like that had you not fallen off or, or jumped off, you know, really like elegantly. Yeah, because I, I was only yeah, 16. Yeah, so when you're 16, that sort of thing impresses girls, doesn't it? Sorry, you were 16 and going out and you were drunk. Yeah, what? Of course. Who what? doesn't do? You know the legal drinking age is eighteen, Joe. Yeah, but I'm given really to shocked. some of the other things I've admitted to on this podcast, I think like if I was in court, that would be one of the last charges that got read. Every <laughs> like, look, just yes. let it go. <laughs> Don't deserve any more. It's fine. Do have uh, one more story actually, and this one is from Melissa. Um, it was her thirtieth birthday, and this public transport. It's not um, taxis, yeah, maybe yeah, public transport. transport. Yeah. So she and a group of friends, she was pretty drunk because it was her 30th. She'd already snogged the barman that night. That's weird because the barman's Good. not drunk and presumably he's got to lean over the bar. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's, I think, in my head exactly what happened. Um, it's pretty gross, actually, when you think about it. Um, anyway, so she went to be put into a taxi by her friends. and was like, no, 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 I've got this, I've got this, I've got this. Went to step into the taxi, <laughs> didn't go forward as planned, fell backwards out of the taxi, dress went up round her head, bag all over the floor and she was lying like on her back with her legs in the air out of the taxi (laughs) (laughs) there's a lot of stuff that happens in the back of ubers isn't there like sexy stuff happens in the back of ubers i so i don't ever get this because the driver is right there like they know what's going on right yeah that's just awkward you so have, haven't you? Yes. Um, yeah. yeah, just yes. Yes. Okay. And sort of regret it. But also, I was once in the back of a taxi with my friend Lottie and she started really arguing with the driver. You know when the driver is being a bit of a dick, but it's like... Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Sort of, Oh, I've done that. Because it's sort of like, obviously, she was being annoying, but it's like equally, if you are going to be on duty at three o'clock in, like, in South London on a Saturday morning, you, you are going to get some drunk people and drunk people are annoying, so just don't... Just, just yeah. don't like sort of accept that. That is kind of, it's like, don't, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, don't take that shift if you don't want that, I think, yeah. because it's like, yeah, I think it's part of what you sign up for. But Lottie, yeah, Lottie was being annoying. I was just pissed, right? So I was sort of just watching her be annoying. She was really arguing <laughs> with the taxi driver. But for some reason, the, the wires got crossed during this taxi journey. And the driver thought that I was the instigator behind it all. And I was just like a passive spectator in the whole thing. So we got to Clapham Common and the driver stopped the car and threw me out. Brilliant. And I was drunk, so I was like, oh, well, yes, of course, I'll step outside of you, Mason. Thinking he was going to throw Lottie out as well. He just drove off and took Lottie home. That's a bit scary. Well, no, because he thought I was behind it. So he's like, oh, now. No, I know, but as a female, having my mate chucked out of a car and then being driven off. No, if you knew Lottie, trust me, he would be more scared of her. Oh, okay, fine. <laughs> yeah, but I can believe it. And anyway, I woke up on Clapham Common the next morning. Wow. I was too, it was too far. I remember thinking it's too far to get home, so just sort of lay down in the common and fell asleep. Jeez, nice. Was it, was it at least summer? I can't really remember. No, yes, it was actually. I think it was after a summer party of some description. 
I've slept I, pleasant I've, then, I guess. I've, yeah, lovely. I've slept in the open air loads of times. Waterloo station under some luggage trolleys, loads of stuff. I've done all Have you? loads, loads. I've slept on the tube before and missed my stop quite dramatically. But I mean that's standard, right? That used to happen when I was a young man, right? So I used to say we like was sixteen or whatever, we'd be going out in the West End. We would in order to get home, we would yeah. we would have to get the N twenty two, which was the night bus, which went all the way oh, through those night buses. West London and Oof. South London and would go back to my house. Took about forty five minutes. It went through every fucking place in the postcode of Southwest London. And I remember getting on at Piccadilly Circus and falling asleep. And opening my eyes and being in Piccadilly Circus and thinking... Oh, so it done the whole the whole. Well, I thought, oh, the trip. bus hasn't left yet until I checked my watch and realised it was two hours later and it had done the whole loop and I was back in Piccadilly Circus. Yeah, that's super awkward. I was always quite lucky. Uh, when I lived in Streatham, that was like during my party years, um, <laughs> the end of the bus line was actually only two stops further than my house. Oh, so you could Perfect. always walk back. Yeah, absolutely. And... <laughs> One of my one of my mates used to when he was on the tube, if he was like knackered and want to fall asleep, he used to have a little sign saying "Wake me up at." See, that's a good idea. What I used to try and do is set an alarm on my phone to estimate when uh, I would get back. I do that. I do that a lot. If I'm on like a train or something, set an alarm, headphones in, lovely nap. Are you also aware of the phenomenon of teabagging? What do you think it is? Let's hear Louise explain what teabagging is. I mean, are we talking about like the sexual thing? Yes. So tell people what it is. Well, it's when there's the guy. Like, puts his balls in your mouth, right? Well, that's a form of it, yeah, I suppose, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. what? Please tell me you did not do that to someone on the train. So there was a real craze in London, right, when I was about 17, 18, of on the night bus... Oh, what, just putting your balls next to someone's face? If a bald man fell asleep in particular, because you want to get it on his bald head, right? I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Liar. Um, but it was a real thing and like it was sort of early days. Was it? Early days of camera phones. Was it? And people, yeah, people were like teabagging each other on the, it was like, do you remember happy slapping? Yeah. It was like the ball bag I mean, version of that. I was, I was, so disgusting. I never happy slapped anyone. I never happy slapped anyone, but. Oh, well done. Well done, you. No, well done. For not slapping someone around the face. No, but that's an aggressive assault and I'm not like that. Of course I'm not. But, but. Well, I think, I think putting your balls on someone's face is a sexual assault. I didn't do it. <laughs> I didn't do I did do it once I did it once yeah. I was about 17 and the guy was probably about he's probably about our age probably about 30 odd and he was a bald guy and he'd fallen asleep on the bus and I put my balls on his head sexual assault you get done for that I reckon you get five years <laughs> really <laughs> I don't know imagine that what are you in for bank robbery murder I put my balls on a bald man <laughs> and it, and I talked about it on a podcast <laughs> oh, um, oh is that quite a good place to leave it I think so. I don't know where we can go from there. What have you learned? Don't get your balls out and put them on someone's head. Don't fall asleep on the night bus, I think. Or set an alarm. Set an alarm if you're mm. going to do that. Don't get into arguments with taxi drivers. Just don't. They need to get you home. Just let them be. And don't snog a barman and fall backwards out of a taxi. Never. Don't, don't do the splits on public transport either. I wonder if I should do that. I might try it. There's no one on the tubes now. Next time we go out, can you do that? Yeah, all right. Yes, I'm sorry. I mean, so I might excited. need to have a few a few vodkas before that. Oh, I thought you were going to say I might need to help you up. <laughs> I mean, I'm that. I don't know how close to the splits I am anymore. That, we'll was, bring, that was a while ago. We'll bring a little stepladder for you. Um, yeah, thank you. It's been it's been brilliant fun, Louise. It has. Uh, what's our next episode about? It's about holidays. Holidays. Embarrassing things yeah. that happened on yeah. holidays. Um, and if people want to contribute, Louise, how do they do it? So on Instagram, we are at embarrassingpod and on Twitter at embarrassingpc. Please get in touch with your stories. Amazing. Um, <laughs> there it is. Right. Um, see you next time. See ya. See ya.